Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Fun with Flame. I'm your host, Daniel the Flame, and let's get this party started with first me talking about who needs to get a talking to. That is you goddamn nerds. Nerds. My peoples. I love you guys, but sometimes y'all let the stupidest shit happen and affect you. And I don't know why. Um, that that we allow this shit to continue. Um, getting upset at Kevin Smith is a bad thing. It's, it's, it's ultimately a bad thing. Why is it a bad thing? Because it is retarded to expect anything good um, from him at this point in time in his career. Uh, why? Well, evidence has shown us that so much has gone wrong with him and the opposition of trying to stay true to the fandom of like sticking with nerd culture and whatnot, that it is so goddamn obvious that he's just, he's, he's no longer in that realm anymore. And it's fucked up because yeah, like I love um, clerks one and two uh, dogma. Um, yeah. I own dogma uh, fucking mall rats. And and the original cut of Mallrats, not the director cut, which is just pretentious bullshit. Um, and um, the fucking um, Zach and uh, Miri make a porno, which is a movie that I watched recently. I didn't know that was him, and I was busting the gut. This shit was hilarious. But um, what he turned into, uh, like essentially like getting upset about the He Man fiasco because this is a fiasco by all means. Everyone has every right to say what they're saying about him because it's like every arrow points to yes, and you blatantly lie and say no. Now, it's not out at the time of this recording. Uh, well, yeah, it's not out yet. The He-Man show is supposed to come on Netflix and whatnot, and I hate when people are like, oh, the animation looks nice. And it's like, ah, get, get, get. who like who gives a shit? <laughs> I mean, like, just uh, like, yeah, there's some people who hold animation in high regard, but honestly... Um, I'm a story oriented person. And it's like, if the, sh- if the story is anything that I want to look at, then I don't give a fuck what the animation looks like. This can be Disney quality beauty, but if it has a frozen two type plot, I don't give a fuck. You know, and I don't know if you've seen frozen two, but that's just, just a boring movie. But, um, it's like, let's do the same shit all over again, but <laughs> a boring movie. Um, it, I, 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 like I, like I said, I understand the anger, but I feel that this shit, we keep this keeps happening. We keep having these moments within different fandoms where we allow these people who make or are involved in the shit that basically either don't understand it or don't care to understand it, create it, and then we're kind of on the cusp of listening to whatever word they have to say until the shit comes out and it ultimately disappoints us. Simply because that the people who are behind it have their own fucking agenda or their own um, concept or ideas that they want to get through with characters that already have their own backstory agenda and whatever they're, you know, like He-Man, Transformers, G.I. Joe, those motherfuckers were made to sell toys, period. So to go against that notion, you know, <laughs> and it's like, it's really idiotic because it's like, all you got to do is just take this and just keep it in its purest form. That was on the cartoon, much like with the G.I. Joe movie that's coming out. 
It's like just just need all you need to do is just show Snake Eyes' origin and just be and just have a bunch of action. That's it. That's all you need to do. And I'm actually uh, looking forward to seeing that movie. Don't know if I'm gonna be impressed or disappointed, whatever. But I'm looking forward to seeing that movie. You know, and it's like, hey, if they can do something to where I'm like, yo, I would like to see more GI Joe movies if they're gonna be like this. Then by all means, yeah, keep them coming. But uh, you know, much like uh, with uh, the fucking Godzilla movies. Um, the real life ones. How many people have been disappointed with all the the American Godzilla movies that have basically shit on the Godzilla fandom? And the thing is, is that the huge fandom of Godzilla people don't have as big of a voice as, you know, um, other things much like Marvel or DC Comics and stuff like that. So you don't get that much opposition from it. And then you get like Godzilla versus Kong, which is just a base whack-ass movie. But because of the fact that everyone is just implemented with so much bullshit that came out of Hollywood that everyone just ate it up. So it was like, yo, this is just a fun movie to watch. And I looked at it and as a fan of Godzilla, I was pissed, but I couldn't help but notice that, yeah, if I had to watch this or any other movie that was out at the time, you know, like if I had to watch King Kong or Cruella, I'll watch King Kong, (laughs) you know? And it was like, yeah, that's, that's kind of the world that we're in right now. And the thing is, is that Going back to Kevin Smith, what was what's happening with him? And it's like it there's been they've been proven the pudding all this time. I love that phrase. There's been proven the pudding. I said it again <laughs> all this time. I mean, the dude has been like crying after every um not really emotional um situation that happened because people keep bringing up that he quiet he cried on <laughs> he quiet yeah he cried on uh, at the end of Wandavision. Right? Like like WandaVision. The fuck? <laughs> it's like, have you seen WandaVision? There is literally nothing emotionally jarring in that entire fucking series at all. Everything is a clusterfuck. So how could anyone, especially someone who reads comic books, could look at something like WandaVision and then shed a tear? But the dude has been like crying for shit all this time. Like he, um, I think he like cried or he got emotional or he spoke out about the fucking Star Wars movies. But then you learn, like, if you look up stuff that he's been trying to do or he's been doing, you will learn to find out he's basically doing everything that he can to get a green lit from Disney to direct a fucking comic book movie. That's all he wants. Everything that he's been doing has been systematically trying to provoke and reach that goal. He wants to direct a comic book movie, but no one wants him to direct a comic book movie because he will fuck it up. He would that that's unequivocally <laughs> imply he will fuck it up. Kevin Smith is literally the opposite of Josh Whedon. <laughs> Josh Whedon, known for his creative storytelling, deep um, concepts and um, themes that appeared in his TV shows as well as his movies. Um, you know, and it was like one of one of the best storytellers ever. Turned out to be a monster. That's fucked up, and I hate that, but. Realistically, Josh Whedon would have been the only person to help fix Justice League. I mean, he was the only guy that could fix Justice League. That's why he did what he could, because Zack Snyder just wanted this giant depressing <laughs> bullshit, <laughs> and it sucked. But um, it uh, four hours a second. Um, <laughs> but it, you know, and it was like. What Josh Whedon did for Justice League literally were the only parts that I actually liked about Justice League. The different dialogue back and forth between certain characters, the concept of adding 
what has always been the notion that people have fell in love with since the goddamn Justice League TV show is Wonder Woman and Batman possibly having a relationship together. How the fuck does anyone miss that? Why would you not miss? The, the stars were aligned to make that a movie thing, you pieces of shit. Fuck you guys, seriously. And then Zack Snyder just washed away that whole concept. And it was like, fuck you, dude. Oh my goodness. Steve Trevor died in the past. So that way is no, no competition for Batman. And then you had the serious moment with them in the original Justice League. And it was like, bitch, all you had to do was just pull that back because that is an actual thing that should be said by Batman towards Wonder Woman. Why? Where were you during all this bullshit? <laughs> and it was like, don't get mad because this is my plan and it's crazy because you could have you could have did something beforehand. And then she, oh, fuck. But, you know, like I said, Josh Whedon turned out to be a monster. Ain't nobody going to do nothing with him anymore for, for a very long time, if, if ever. And that's fucked up. But um, then you have Kevin Smith, who essentially has had a plethora of movies that basically have pretentious concepts and characters that just kind of go on these philosophical spiels every fucking time that they open their mouth, which is something that I hate in the movie Mallrats. I can't stand that, like, in Mallrats. Like, the main character wants to get a girl, but damn near spends the entire movie with just being on the on the high point of his own, on his own high horse, sitting there talking about and, um, going and like breaking down different aspects of Banky who just is comfortable with his life but at the same time is just kind of upset that he like him he don't have his girlfriend anymore or whatnot. But you know this dude is just essentially just constantly just on the the just at this point where it's just like I'm better than you because I don't indulge in the things that you indulge in. And it's like yeah but I'm happy I'm comfortable I'm just I'm missing my girl. But with you you're like heartbroken depressed and walking around here losing your fucking mind. And all you can do is just talk to me. And it's like, who exactly is the loser here? St- I, like I said, I like mall rats, but just every time <laughs> it was like someone said something, it was like these things. And it was like, they did the same thing at Chase and Amy. And it was like, seriously. And Chase and Amy only has like a few funny parts. Um, but still, and then like just the worst, the worst affront um, was the fucking Jay and Silent Bob um, reboot movie, which made me upset because the movie isn't funny at all. Like I, I don't even remember laughing at that movie. And like I said, was it was a Kevin Smith fan, you know? And it's like I liked his stuff, but then like things became apparent when he started to change his ways and shit started to get fucking weird. Um, and you know, he started like throwing in his daughter in the movies and stuff like that. And apparently, he him thinking that that's like the biggest complaint from his fans when realistically did isn't <laughs> like you know and it was like dude you used to have amazing dialogue and now you have these weird unnecessary side songful moments that i'm pretty sure even you can recognize that this it's unwarranted in this movie having having a moment where like his daughter tried to cry in the jan silent bob reboot was so fucking just and i hate using this word but it was cringy because it made no sense. It was so awkward. <laughs> and I was like, one, she's not crying correctly. Two, doesn't need her to cry. You didn't You didn't really need to give her a moment to where it's like, I want to break down emotionally. That means you have to cry. No, you don't. You really don't. And even what they were doing in the movie itself, and it was like, wait a minute. So you're going to take 
the character of Justice, made her a lesbian, and then you started um, talking about Jay having a small penis, and I was like, I get jokes and all that, but even you should be able to recognize, like, all right, like, did, I'm a dude, right? It's <laughs> like, like, why am I, like, what the fuck? Like, oh. <laughs> just, just, good lord, like, uh, like, I, I did not like the Jance on Bob reboot, but when it was give notice that like he was going to direct the new He-Man, um, I'm not a He-Man fan. I never claim to be, never, never want to be. Um, that was before my time. Um, and I remember, because uh, if you if you didn't know, they rebooted He-Man before on Cartoon Network. Now I watched that a little. Um, I watched like the first couple of seasons when I was little, and then I couldn't watch it anymore because bam, cable got shut off. Um, Woo, grew up hard, but <laughs> uh, it was like I did watch that um, a little bit, and I urge anyone to go back and look at that um, cartoon because they actually had like these really, really ridiculously amazing fight scenes, and, and, and I was like, I remember He Man being like I did not care for the concept of He Man, but those fight scenes, and as I like, looking back on it, it was like, yo, why is no one talking about this? <laughs> I was like, that should look cool as hell, but. Super weird. Um, that's super weird. But uh, it's like they did reboot it, and I did look at that and everything. And it's like some of the stuff in He Man is like, yeah, I understand enough about it um, to the point where when they, ex- um, like, you see the reviews that came out for me and things like that, or um, and then you know uh, the Clownfish TV R.I.P. <laughs> uh, when they um, spoke about it, I looked at their video discussing it and talking about it, and immediately. I understood where they were coming from because they were legit fans. You know, they were people who essentially were upset when they made the, the fucking Shira cartoon and rightfully so, because if you've seen that, then you know, that is in no way, shape or form, anything that is related to Shira. It is, um, fucking virtue signaling, uh, car- as a cartoon. And, you know, and it was like, Hey, I've never indulged in Shira. So I never looked at the new cartoon, but, Thank God I didn't. Uh, same thing with the Voltron cartoon that just kind of went all wiggy. Um, but I, I can understand them being incredibly upset because literally I'm looking at what they're going through right now as me dealing with the MCU Spider-Man. And it's it's, just, it's the exact same fucking thing. But um, what's happening, you know, it's just, just in the sense of, you know, it's a character that you like and you know a lot about and you're very passionate about. And then you're seeing things that blatantly aren't um characteristics of the character or is anything in the same spirit of what it is that you love and like and they're just plastering it all over the place using it as a quick cash grab as well as a virtue signal that ultimately is going to fall flat become incredibly forgettable and then honestly will be another um like another notch on the belt that holds this series back from actually reaching the potential that you ultimately would want it to reach in order to finally see the true beautiful vision of this fucking character and best believe when this comes out because it's going to get reviewed to shit and because it's already had like critic reviews released and whatnot and um a lot of them are showcasing that kevin smith lied about everything um people are digging up old scenes and clips and stuff about him talking about stuff which is all of it is just incredibly jarring and is like yeah but he does this shit you know he needs his literal fan base is based off of the his fan base is based off of the fact that he exudes this concept of I'm a nerd, you know, <laughs> it's like he, he desperately needs that in order for his fans to remain his fans. They have to believe that he is still one of them, one of them. 
he is not exactly one of them. You know, and it was like, yeah, huge fan of Star Wars. Get it. You know, and it was like, huge fan of Indiana Jones and shit like that. Get it. Understand it. Get it. Got it. Good. That's cool and whatnot. But at the same time, you also are basically, you know, and it's like, I'm pretty sure you were to talk to him about certain Star Wars stuff behind closed doors, you know, without the, the ever watchful eye of Disney looking upon him so he can sit there and tell the truth. You know, he would get into some really passionate conversations about the shit or talk about the things that he truly disliked from the newer movies and things that he um, possibly actually did like from the newer movies, you know, and it's like, um, and it's like, yeah, you might hate the movies, but there might've been some part that you was like, I kind of like that, you know, and it was like, I wish they would have did more with it. I wish it was a better concept, but they didn't. Yeah, but I kind of liked it, you know, anything like that, you know, and it was like, I'm pretty sure he would get that way over something like Star Wars, which is very apparent and very well referenced within a multitude of his fucking um, movies and whatnot. So obviously he likes Star Wars. So when coming across that and it's like, hey, if someone gives you the the fucking job to one, do a cartoon when I, I don't even know why they went to him for a cart to direct a cartoon, but they did. Um, and then to direct a cartoon in a series that you ultimately know nothing about, you know? And, and it's like, you did not feel or think like, you know, there's a, there's something about that, you know, like, or there's some people you need to talk to, look up and talk to big time fans, let the world know like, hey, I'm going to be doing something with He-Man. I want to get to know what people exactly like, what true He-Man fans would want to see, but not just go off of the um, off the cuff. Like, I know exactly what they want when you yourself are not involved in um, that fandom at all. And it was like, realistically, you could have done what other people don't do, which which is what you did. And everyone continues to do, which is actually speak to the fan. I'm not saying get fans to write a script. I'm saying actually speak to them and find out what they want. Don't go off of the guise of, you know, I talked to a bunch of people in California and this is what they want. to. No, I mean, different fans all across the world that enjoy and like this shit and would like to see something. And you have an idea of what you want to do and you just discuss it, break it down, talk about it. There's there would have been nothing wrong with that. You know, especially if you had something like that going out there, that would have been fantastic press as well. And it would have shown people that you cared. And then you probably wouldn't be in the situation that you're in right now because essentially it's like, hey, I was offered the job to direct the He-Man cartoon. I am not that big of a fan of He-Man. I've seen some He-Man. I know about it, but I'm not that big of a fan. And then you just reach out and speak to other people who are rather than just get a writing team together. And then you just go from this base summary of what He-Man is, which is, I'm pretty sure you probably did. He probably got like a summary of everything and then was like, I got an idea. Hell, what was it? Like he had an interview recently where one of his things was like, um, Ortho was like the most annoying character in He-Man, which is true, much like Snarf on um, Thundercats. Annoying. They, ha they have a purpose, but they're annoying. And basically, um, he's going to kill Ortho in the series. And it's like, they let that slip or whatever. But to everyone who read it or finds out about it, you know, people who are keeping up with this shit, they looked at that and then it was like, so? <laughs> and it was like, that's not a heartfelt thing, you know? And it was like, and it probably ain't going to come off that way because it's going to be this forced emotional drama thing. I don't know, but I'm pretty sure it was going to be because Kevin Smith don't handle drama really well. <laughs> so if his own personal writings are an indication of that, um, his movies and things like that. And it was like, you don't handle drama very well. Have y'all seen Jersey Girl? <laughs> and it was like, you don't do drama well. 
um, uh, and then annoyingly enough, the best part of Jersey Girl is actually the beginning with Ben Affleck and J Lo showing their relationship before she died on on some up shit. And honestly, it was pretty cool up until that point. Then it gets ridiculous. <laughs> but um, the same thing, like I said, with the Jane Silent Bob reboot. And it was like, you tried to introduce drama into a otherwise comedic movie, and it came off incredibly bland, flat, and uninteresting. And it was like, and now you want to tell me that you want to take an annoying character, kill them unceremoniously, and then somehow this is supposed to sway people to go, well, no, we made them cool, and then we killed them. So now you feel bad that this character that you used to hate is now cool, and then he did. And it was like, sure, I guess, maybe. But one, you let it slip, which you shouldn't have did that. And then two, so? <laughs> and it was like, that's, that's, that's a pale shade over what it is people are truly upset about. You know, having, um, what is it, Tila? It's Tila, right? I believe Man-at-Arms daughter. Having her take up the main mantle as being like a main character, looking at the fucking trailer and seeing that she is on the screen more than Prince Adam. <laughs> Prince Adam looking like a little boy who essentially was supposed to be this buff dude, <laughs> barely able to wear like his clothes because he just got so many muscle, just just too much muscle. And then when he put on the, and then when he gets the um the sword uh from um, and he go by the power of Grayskull, he basically just gets a little bit taller. And then his clothes come off and people have no idea who the hell he is on some Superman shit. <laughs> but it's like you, everything that you kind of got going for it and everything that you've been showcasing have been upsetting the fans. And this isn't new, but it's the route that you took because you have to keep up this persona of yourself, which is what inevitably led to this downfall. Because best believe when this comes out, People are going to rip you to shreds as soon as they see anything that is proven right that you blatantly said was not the case at all. And because you can't even go by your own standards if you just sit there and go, well, no, Prince Adam is in this show a lot. And it's like, well, maybe according to you, but to an average viewer, they might go, hey, what the hell is... um." Why is there a dude in here in this uh in this Tila show? <laughs> Call himself He-Man. Actually, the name of the show is He-Man. Why would it be called He-Man? Tila is the man. Obviously. <laughs> so I I just feel that it's bad for basically. I feel bad for the people who are fans of He-Man to get this up um, that they that they are this upset over this. Um because it's like this should have been obvious because of who Kevin Smith is and what he has done to himself over the years, you know? Hell, in his James Holland Bob reboot movie, he was like, I can't believe someone fell upwards. And I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? What do you mean, fail upwards? <laughs> and I was like, no, you just keep failing. And I was like, no one wants to watch these fucking movies. They're, they're, they're ridiculous. Like, you're making ridiculous stuff now. And, um, and it's like, oh, it, it's sad because, you know, you possibly one of the few people who probably would have been like, you know, this is a, a actual person who you would want to direct a movie. Um, and they live up to the storytelling of what the, the original source material is, you know, uh, much like, again, hate to, like much like Josh Whedon, who, who was a comic book writer, you know, it was like he has written some pages of comic books. He knows a lot of the characters. So motherfucker <laughs> when he did avengers let's not act like if it wasn't for that movie the mcu would have been ranked shit 
because the first Captain America did bad and the first Thor did bad. Well, they were bad movies. So you get <laughs> it's not like uh, Thor 2 wasn't um, a shit show. And then uh, Winter Soldier passed by the skin of its teeth. You know, it was like that movie is amazing. But it's like it wasn't if someone was like, yo, let's take everything from Captain America and just flip it on its ass because that'd be a boring ass fucking movie. <laughs> that's what Captain America was. So let's do the opposite of that, and then we'll have something. Well, there you go. And then, uh, and then what? Uh, Avengers two. As much as you have certain people who want to diss certain aspect of that movie, it gave so much characters. Sorry about that. Someone called me, and I had to pause. But uh, you know, you know how it is. You know, you know how it is. But uh, getting back to what I said, um, you know, like just just essentially don't don't ignore or try to act like the, uh, you know, Josh Whedon didn't do what he did. And it made the Marvel movies what they are today. If it wasn't for him, would they be where they are today? I highly doubt it. Um, the snarky, the snarky comments and like their quips and shit like that, that all derived from him. And clearly you can see the lack of it when you look at the other um marvel properties and things like that without his direction and that's that's okay there's nothing wrong with that but just essentially like i'm saying like with kevin smith that that need and that want to essentially shell out to disney um and just essentially be showcased or like trying to put himself on that um on that on that realm of like, yeah, no, nah, I'm still the nerd like everybody else, but I'm like the best nerd to to do this job and whatnot because I'm I can do these jobs and everything. It it's just this isn't this is a very bad look when it's all said and done. All that's been going on, all that's been popping off, has concluded to being just a overall bad look. You have a fan base that have been able to basically snip and prod at every fucking thing you said in order to, because like they don't want to validate anything that you have said or you contested or anything like that, then yes, by all means, that is that is a bad thing. But that is the fan base that you're dealing with. But you as a nerd should understand that's how that that's how fan bases get. That's how people are. That's why people are so passionate about shit. That's how they can be passionate. And it was like, I... And it's like, by all means, I wouldn't expect that He-Man fans would be, you know, this, uh, you know, would come forward this much or they would break down everything I said this much simply, you know, for fucking He-Man. And again, I didn't grow up in that. I didn't grow up with He-Man. That's not my world. But at the same time, I can understand what the hell they got going on because I too am a nerd, you know? And I was like, I know fandom. I get that shit. So, and it's like, it was just a sense of, you, you should have watched what you said because what he kept doubling down on different shit and things like that. And it's like, they, the, again, proof is in the pudding that the more and more you keep doubling down on stuff that everyone is poking and prodding and saying, you said this, but the show is showing this. And this shit does not line up. And again, what you probably envisioned and what you had in mind is not equating to what other people are taking apart or taking away from it and whatnot. And I, that happens. You know, that 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 generally happens. 
I mean, how many people were upset at George Lucas because he went back to the original Star Wars and added shit? Because it's like, hey, if I had more money, I would have added this shit. But I didn't. And now I do. So I am. And then let's not forget, George Lucas made the first original trilogy. And then when he had so much money, he made the prequels. That That's what he wanted. Many Chlorians are canon. That's what he wanted. <laughs> he wanted that in his story. It, you know? <laughs> it was like, maybe all this fame, this love, and this fandom, this lack of a drive, this lack of competition, realistically, the lack of um, any oppression or basically anyone being able to tell you you can or you can't do and to spark your creativity or to make you think outside the box in order to get certain shit done, maybe that would hinder your um, progression or it would hinder anything that you had going for you in terms of... Um, in terms of being able to to get the best out of a bad situation, which ultimately could come down to uh, making gold, you know, it was like, well, like how many movies where it's like small little accidents will determine like so much for a character. Um, the fucking Indiana Jones scene where he just shoots the guy. And it was like, yo, in real life, Harrison Ford had the flu and he had, to, he had terrible, he had a terrible fever and he had to take the shits and, uh, you know, he had the shits and everything. So and it was like, rather than have this long, fight scene just get it over with and he shot the guy and it's like no one watching that movie would sit there and go that's out of character but it's like yo different things let that happen it didn't all just come from the creator of indiana jones let's let's be real you know <laughs> but i just feel that you know you bit yourself in the ass by not understanding the fandom that you were getting that you were about to become a part of you didn't understand the fandom and I don't feel that you tried to because it, it doesn't seem like you tried to understand the fandom or get where they came from or anything like that. It just seemed like you want to double down on trying to protect yourself and keep that image that you want to portray over and over and over again alive. And from there, you also uh, also fail to recognize and understand the fact that you personally have been doing things that would make people very untrustworthy of the stuff that you equate to. The fact that you had so many fucking jokes in the Jane Silent Bob recap um, reboot about like your filmography and like what who you are as a director and shit like that, but basically not trying to fix that shit, you know, and it's like, just because you notice something bad is happening, but you do nothing to stop it, that, that doesn't change anything. There's something bad still happened, you know, it's like, it's like that that's what you did in that movie. And essentially it's like, you didn't, you, you didn't own up to nothing. <laughs> you just, you just stated the obvious. And it was like, oh, the guy who keeps putting his daughter in his movies. <laughs> That's not comedy. <laughs> it's, you know, it's just, it's just stating the obvious, but uh, I digress. But it's just, I, I don't understand. Well, no, no, I do understand why people, you know, would get this, no, it's just wrong to even say that to say like I don't understand why people get up this upset over um, He Man. Like, no, that's not that's not what I'm trying to say. I'm, I'm mixing my words right now. But I, what I don't get is that you weren't able to grasp the concept that you were dealing with a fandom. Period. And then I also don't get on you either telling the truth about how you are involved in the fandom without letting shit snowball to this extreme. Um, you know, just telling the truth about the fandom. And just going about it as like, hey, I'm not the biggest fan of He-Man, 
but I'm making this show and I best believe I'm going to put my all into this. Please watch it. You know, tell me what you think. The end. I promise you they would have left the shit alone because honestly, it's like there wasn't even this much fucking backlash when Shira came out. And it, and like that was a cartoon that had like what, like five seasons and it's still within the He-Man mythos. But hey, they left the shit alone because it's not like anyone came out to talk about Shira and they weren't upfront with everything that Shira was going to be. Hey, are we going to do another fucking Steven Universe lesbian clone? Sure. Why not? All right. Fuck it. <laughs> and it was like, either, you know, it's like, hey, they, they came out, told you the truth. And it's either you watched it or you didn't. And and that was the end of it. And it's like, dude, all you had to do was the exact same thing. I'm not the biggest fan of He-Man, but I promise you I'm going to put my all into this cartoon and try to give respect where I can. There's going to be some twists and turns and some different things that you probably might not expect. But hey, I still hope you enjoy it. The end. No one could argue with you if you were to have made that statement, but you didn't. <laughs> and it's like, what you did? You said, I was the, you know, it was like you had an article say you was the biggest super fan. And then you went on there and said you was the biggest super fan, thus doubling down. And then when people called you out on the many times that you said you weren't a fan because you have video documentation of you saying I wasn't a fan. And, and then you just double down on it again. And it's like, duh fuck man <laughs> it's like dude you just it was like if you just would have said the truth it would have been over and it was like people would have been like hey this isn't what i wanted from he-man but it's a different telling of he-man that's cool the action is nice the animation looks cool hey kevin smith probably should do another run at this and speak with some fans who might have like some verbal words and whatnot and go yo cut back on the the lesbo shit and like because it's, it's about he-man i want to like you want to see more he-man quit denying us that and it's like all right and then netflix give you the green light for a second season and you be fucking done that is all you had to do the shit is it's methodical at this point because that's exactly how everything continues to happen that's all you had to do but it's like simple it was like simple shit and you just couldn't do it because your ego and that 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 drive that makes you go i need to stay in the limelight of the nerdum it's like, fuck. <laughs> it's like, dude, set you back. Set you back hard. So I urge He-Man fans um, or anyone who's like deep into what's going on, by all means, um, you know, if you, you know, and it's like, you check it out, see if you want to see it. It's Netflix, you know? So it's like, what, every episode going to be up at that one time? Um, watch it if you want, you know? Um, but by all means, like, you like you have every right to voice your opinion about about it. Um, there's already early reviews out of it that basically are letting everyone know that it's exactly what they think it is, even though that's one of the things that Kevin Smith promised it wasn't going to be. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like you know, you know who you're dealing with in terms of people, and then you habitually don't give them what they want. <laughs> And it's like to fit an agenda that they don't care about. Do you not understand the the this so retarded? <laughs> that is so retarded. It's like, yo, I know how fans get, I know what they want, I know how they act, and I'm not gonna do what they want me to do. <laughs> because this is what I wanna do. This is about me. <laughs> Fuck. Oh Jesus Christ! It's like the more you, the more you peel back the layers of this shit, the worse it get, and it's just so fucking funny um, to me. But hey, um, 
I I I just I want to know like what's going to happen after this gets released. You know, it's like is Netflix going to give it the green lit for another season, especially considering that now they're kind of having an issue with um subscript um with like subscribers and like they're basically losing a lot of people subscribing and shit. You know, and it's like would they really want to waste their money on animation? Because let's not forget. Animation costs money <laughs> and you know, like they're going to waste their money on an animation that basically doesn't seem that fruitful or if anything might get even more people pissed off and wanting to leave Netflix. Cause they've been having a string of uh, bad fucking shows. I mean, the fear street movies are fucking God awful. And someone had to convince somebody, let me get money for three fucking movies that are going to be just shit. So I haven't seen the last one, but Hey, if the first two are any indication of what I got, go- uh, what I got to work with, I already know what I'm going in, <laughs> what I'm going to see. So whatever, but yeah, it's, this is, this has been a terrible clusterfuck. Um, it's just of, of epic proportions. I hope people can learn from this and basically, um, you just, you just kind of get into that. Um, you just, you just do whatever you can to at least understand fans, you know, just try to. Hey, you're getting a, a job to greenlit for He-Man stuff. All right, let me look up shit about He-Man. You know, <laughs> it was like there you go. Um, I mean, because like literally, it's um, this is similar to uh, Star Wars, the uh, the new Star Wars movies. I have a vague understanding of what Star Wars is, but I want to tell my story like this. And essentially, you have what J.J. Uh, Abrams. Um, dumbass sitting there and um redoing the movie uh like literally i'm pretty sure someone told him what star wars was and he just copied that movie but then he just replaced luke skywalker with a girl and then anytime a challenge came in her way he was like nah let her do this no direction no thought was planned out no one disgusted shit with george lucas the actual fucking creator or read any of the goddamn books <laughs> that do the extended universe, which is a fucking roadmap to what you needed to do. But, uh, and then what did you get? You get a bunch of people who were angry. And I was like, yeah, it made money, but it was a piece of shit. And I was like, hey, all we saw was the money, but hey, <laughs> the fandom will never fucking forgive you. <sighs> so, I hope you're prepared for that. But, uh, that's all I wanted to talk about with that. So, this has been another episode of Fun with Flame. I've been your host, Daniel Flame. There's always good people. I'll be at fun.